What I will say is it's completely changed my life in a very short period of time. What do you have to lose? Take that time, that space to reflect on how things are going and refine your journey. And over time, it's just going to get better and better and better. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right. Welcome, everybody. Um, so today I want to talk about balance. <laughs> and, you know, balance is, is an interesting word. We, we hear a lot of people talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about balance in our industry. And I think it's kind of unclear about what it means. It's a very personal uh, definition of what balance means. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about balance. And what I, what I really mean when I talk about balance is it's about being able to build a successful business within real estate while still living the lifestyle that we originally intended to create when we got into this business in the first place. So if you guys are anything like me, then you got into this business originally because there was a lifestyle that you saw. There was a vision that you had for yourself and for your life. And you wanted to create that lifestyle. And you saw real estate as a, a an exceptional vehicle to be able to do that. And so either <clears throat> if you're watching this, you know, here or on the recording or whatever, you're probably either at the beginning of your career or you're at a point in your career where things are really up and moving and you're maybe looking for new ways to um, get back to that lifestyle that you originally thought about. I, I remember early on in my career, I had a, a mentor who had told me that um, <laughs> he said, this was early on in my career. He said, listen, I don't know any real estate agents who are doing significant business, who are making good money, sustainable money in this business that are working less than 70 hours a week. Now, this he made this comment to me you know, 11 years ago, and it still just bounces around in my head. And so what is it about that comment that really stuck with me? Well, when he said, hey, in order to make money in real estate, you got to you got to work at least 70 hours a week. And there was a part of my brain that said, that's BS. I, I don't believe that. I don't buy it. And it almost, I almost took it on as a challenge. Like, oh yeah, 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 watch this. <laughs> so it's always kind of been in the back of my mind. Can I build a business and not work 70, 80 hours a week? Like a lot of real estate agents do. And here's the reality. Over the next 10 years from that conversation, I started to build a really successful real estate business. And guess what happened? Exactly what he said was going to happen. I started doing a lot of business and all of a sudden I was making really good money, but I was working nonstop, at least 70 hours a week. I was not spending the time with my family that I wanted. I was not doing the things that I wanted. Um, all I was doing was working. And it got to a point where I, I started to burn out. I didn't start to burn out. I burned out so much so that one day about, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago, I looked at my wife and I was like, hey, you know, we have these assets and things like that. 
we could actually sell all of our assets that we have right now and we could move to Costa Rica and retire and be done with it. Now, keep in mind here, I've never been to Costa Rica. <laughs> and so this like totally came out of left field to my wife and she was like, okay, interesting. Um, what if we visited Costa Rica first? And then maybe we considered retiring there. And I said, all right, fine, I can see. We'll we'll do that. And so we ended up uh, booking a trip to stay in Costa Rica for a little over five weeks. We stayed at a buddy's hotel in this little tiny town called Tarcoles, a really poor fishing community in Costa Rica on the Pacific side near Jaco. And, um, you know, the intention, at least for me, was to completely check out. I was so fried. I was so burned out. You know, maybe some of you can relate to this, that I needed to just do nothing. And Tarkalace provided a fantastic opportunity to be able to do that. And so today, what I want to talk about is a few of the lessons that I learned through my journey of, you know, I talked about Charles giving me that advice, like, hey, you're going to have to work 70 hours. I said, that's BS. And then I started doing exactly what he said was going to happen. I burned out. And then I went to Tarkalace and I had a lot of time to do absolutely nothing other than think and figure things out. And so there's three big lessons that I took away from my time in Tarkalace. And so that's what I want to talk about today. So the first lesson that I learned when I was in Tarkalace, and I'll, I'll, I'll clean it up. I don't know if we're allowed to say bad words here. So I'll clean it up. But lesson number one, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Right? In this business, we are blessed to be in a business, real estate, where we have a bazillion different ways to generate income, generate wealth, do the things that we want to do, live the lifestyle that we want to live. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to do open houses, door knocking, flyers, phone calls. We don't have to do anything. The reality is we only have to do something if we want a specific result. So what needs to happen if we want to create more balance in our life is we have to become very, very clear on what the result is that we're trying to create. Because if we know that, then we know what we need to be doing and we know what we can let go of. Even as I was putting together, you know, this presentation and I, a couple of weeks ago, I had a whole bunch of stuff going on. I was putting together, um, you know, this and I had a bunch of deals coming through and I had all this stuff going on. And I kind of had one of my moments, you know, and my wife's like, how was your day? And I'm like, well, I have to do this and this and this and this. And then I got to go over here. And I got to finally, she gets sick of hearing me, you know, complaining <clears throat> for 10 minutes about all the things that I have to do. And she just very, <laughs> very politely reminded me, hey, you know what, Dan, you don't have to do any of it. And my immediate reaction was. Yeah, whatever. You know, like I was like, screw you. Right. But the reality is she was right. She was right. She was pointing out to me the exact same thing that that we're, that I'm talking with you guys here today is that I don't have to do any of it. I was choosing. I am choosing to do all of it. I don't have to lead my team. I don't have to sell houses. I don't have to be here with you guys today. I don't have to do any of it. I am choosing to do these things because I want a specific outcome. And as soon as I recognized, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
You're choosing to do these things. It completely shifted my perspective. And by the way, perspective shifts are huge. It's everything. When we're talking about building a business, when we're talking about overcoming adversity, it is 100% about perspective. Now, I, I know only a couple of you have your, your video on here, but you know how many of you have ever had one of those moments where it's like, I am frustrated, I'm angry, whatever. And then something kind of like that moment with my wife, somebody says something or does something and immediately your energy shifts and go, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Right? It's so important to keep our perspective as we're trying to build these things, whether you're a new agent or experienced agent, it doesn't really matter. But the reality is we don't have to do anything. Um, now, I'm not a real big, uh, hey, get out a pen and write this stuff down <laughs> kind of guy. Um, I'm actually a former former science teacher, and uh, I tried to make it as easy on my students as I could in terms of taking notes. But I'm going to ask you to write something down because I think that this is really important. The amount of stress that we feel <clears throat> is directly related to the relationship we have with the things that we do on a daily basis. So I'm going to say that again. The amount of stress that we feel is directly related to the relationship that we have with the things that we do on a daily basis. So in other words, if we're doing a bunch of things that don't resonate with us, if we're doing a bunch of things that we don't want to do, then we're going to feel more stress. If we're doing things that fill us up, that energize us, that we feel good about, we're going to feel less stress. So the reality is, once again, we don't have to do anything. We get to choose to either do the things that fill us up or to do the things that stress us out that we don't really enjoy doing. So <clears throat> on the flip side of doing all the things that stress us out and you know all that kind of stuff that you know we don't really enjoy doing it. And by the way, just on this on this point, why do we do all these things that we don't want to do? <laughs> what's the motivation? Well, the motivation is some kind of future outcome, right? Like, oh, well, if I do this and this and this, I dig in and I, you know, once I get this done, once this is completed then, right? And we start living in the future. That's why we get stuck in this. And, and I'm here with you too, right? Uh, as soon as this happens, as soon as I get so many people in my downline, as soon as I, you know, uh, close this many deals, then everything's going to be rainbows and unicorns. And it's just not true. So then we end up getting stuck in this never-ending hamster wheel of if then. And so what I'm saying is, what I want to remind you with with this thing is that you don't have to do any of it. And there is a way to build a successful business within real estate um, and still live the life that we want to live. We don't have to do all of this stuff that everybody's telling us um, that we have to do. So. With that being said, though, if we want a specific outcome, then there are things that we have to do. So the real key with this becomes, what do you want? And why do you want it? That's the, that is the crux of everything. If we can't define what it is that we actually want out of our business, out of our life, how are we ever going to create it? And I'm not just saying, oh, I want a million dollars. Okay, great. You want a million dollars. Why? See, it's the why piece. Why, in my opinion, is the most powerful word in the English language. Because a million dollars doesn't mean anything. 
It's what that million dollars represents. If I have a million dollars, then I have more time. I have more freedom. I have more flexibility. I get to be with my family more. I can relax more. I can sleep more. I can whatever it is. It's what that million dollars represents that we actually want. And so it becomes really, really important if we are going to create a lifestyle within real estate that is that is a lifestyle that we want, then we have to define what that looks like and why that is so valuable to us. So there can be a whole lot that goes into identifying what's important and why that's important to you. And in fact, I have an entire coaching program that, you know, that specifically dives into that. Um, and it's, it's something that I do with the, the super agents collaborative. It's free. If anybody's interested in joining it, I've got another one coming up starting in October. It's a 10 week thing. So if anybody wants to join, just shoot me an email or, or message me and uh, I'm happy to add you guys to the list. So, um, it's, it can be a bit of a process to figure that out, but I want to share a quick story with you about my time in Costa Rica. So when I went down before we were leaving, um, I was so stressed out. <laughs> so stressed out. It was right before um, Orlando, uh, the EXP event in Orlando. I was already stressed out going into that event. That event's huge, tons of energy, all that kind of stuff. Come back for three days, hammer out as much as I possibly can. And then it's off to Costa Rica for almost six weeks. I was stressed to the max <laughs> when we hopped on that plane. And the funny thing is I was on the plane. I had my notebook out and I'm like, okay, What are all the things I need to do when I'm in Costa Rica? I got to do this and 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 make this big long list of all the stuff that I got to do. I just was not in a place to actually like let go. So we get to Costa Rica. First 10 days, we're kind of flying or, you know, moving around the country, doing all the touristy kind of stuff. And we finally land in Tarcales, this this little tiny community where there is nothing to do. It's next to the beach. You can go to the beach and that's about it. There's no stores. There's no shops. There's a bread shop and and a couple like uh, vegetable stands and things like that. It's a fishing community. By the way, oh my God, like every day they go out and they catch fish and you go to the pescaderia and you buy fresh fish that they caught that day and you cook it up that night. Oh my God. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Um, uh, Yes, there are alligators, lots of alligators in Tarkalace because it's right next to the Tarkalace river. Um, Not alligators, uh, crocodiles, but anyway. Um, So, so anyway, we get to Tarkalace and uh, you know, I I start thinking about my business and what I want to create for myself. And I'm just like so stressed out and worked up about the whole thing. I ended up calling a friend of mine. His name is Lee Colin, who he's a, an executive leadership coach. And uh, I call him and and I just start unloading on him. He's like, tell me what's going on. And I'm like, okay, well, I've got to get this done and this. Da, 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 da. It's like, okay, okay, okay. Um, so have you ever thought about the fact that you don't have to do any of that stuff? And I'm like, yes, I do. I've got to, you know, I've got to coach my son's basketball team because I, I was a, you know, high school basketball coach. So I have to coach his team. I have to do this. I have to do that. It's like, hold on. No, you don't. You don't have to do any of it. He said, what's your outcome? And I, I talked to him a little bit about what my outcome is and what I want to get. And he's like, okay, so how does, how does uh, writing this mindset book fit into that outcome? Like right now? Like, well, it doesn't. He said, okay, so maybe you could defer that one. How does coaching your son's basketball team fit in that? Well, I have to coach his team. And he's like, do you? What's really most important? Why do you want to coach the team? Because I want to have a connection with my son. 
Can you do that and not coach? Well, yeah. What's that look like? And we talked through that and he helped me understand. I don't have to coach. I don't have to do anything. I can actually spend one-on-one time with my son and not actually be the coach, save myself a lot of time and actually build a stronger relationship. So when we start to think about the things that we actually want, we can start to change our relationship with the things that we're doing, but we have to clearly define what it is that we really want first and why that's important to to you. So I have my whiteboard up here. I'm just going to do, I just want to show you something real quick. This is what, um, what Lee showed me. So we have a quadrant right here. This was life-changing for me, by the way. <clears throat> and <clears throat> he said, there's, when we look at the things that we think we have to do, they really fall into one of four categories. We've got do, defer, um, delegate, and dump. So what I ended up doing after my conversation with Lee um, is I went back to our room. I actually took this phone call in the parking lot of the (laughs) Ajo Mercado where we go to get all of our food. Um, I sat in the parking lot on the ground and, and took this call and he's talking about this. I went back to my room and uh, went through this whole thing. And here's what I realized. There are some things that I want to do, but there's a lot of stuff that I could defer. My book, coaching, things like that. And there was lots of stuff that I could delegate. I ended up bringing on another person, Diane, who's on this call, who has been absolutely amazing um, in my business. And then there was things that I could dump. And so when I went through this exercise, what I realized was I was doing too much. And once I allowed myself, gave myself permission to let go of some of these things, my life changed. Because it, 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 it allowed me to take a step back. So I am a firm believer, going back to what Charles had told me early on in my career about how you have to work 70 hours a week. I finally not only believe that that's not true. But I know that it's not true. And I'm creating a lifestyle for myself as we speak that flies in the face of that concept. There is a way to do this. So that brings me to the second thing that I learned when I was down in uh, Tarcalace. And that is that simplicity is key. It's the cornerstone of peace. That's really what we're talking about here, right? How do we create peace in the, in the face of like chaos? You know, how do we take a step back? Simplicity is key. Guys, we live in a uh, world of overtoolification. That's Danism. <laughs> it's recorded. First to say, we are, we're overtooled, right? Especially in real estate. Because then let's just think about this for a second. Real estate is really, really simple when we think about it. It's not complicated. It is a relationship business, period. How do I add more people to my database? How do I build relationships with those people so they know, like, and trust me, period. You know, the nuts and bolts, the contracts, all that kind of stuff. Of course, that's important. Those skills are important. We'll develop those over time, right? But if we want to grow a business and get more people coming to us, it's a relationship business. It's that simple. And if you look at every single tool out there that you are getting bombarded with on a daily basis, what do those tools claim to do? Build better relationships. That's it. 
Here's how you stay in touch with them better. Here's how you send them more messages. Here's how you stay in front of them. Here's how you find more people. Here's how you connect with more people. That's it. But there's a bazillion tools coming at you. And so simplification is key if we want to find peace. But once again, this takes us back to the first concept. If we don't know what we want, if we don't know why that's important to us, then we don't know what to say no to. So simplification is a process of elimination. It's about learning what to say no to. In fact, here's here's a great analogy. When we're working with buyers, I always tell them, hey, the buying process is a process of elimination. And so what happens is at first they're like, well, I'll live anywhere in Denver. Okay, well, I don't like Lakewood and I don't like Aurora. Okay, central Denver. Okay, great. You know, and then we continue to whittle it down and whittle it down and whittle it down. We're simplifying the process. At first, it's complicated, it's big. And then as they get more specific about what's important to them, you find the property that works for them and you go under contract. Same thing in our business. We got to know what we want, why it's important, because then we know what to say no to. This no longer works for me. This no longer works for me. As we simplify, then we end up doing more of the things that are really valuable to us. And we end up doing less or none of the things that are wasting our time. We end up spending less time going, well, let's try this and let's try that. And let's try da, 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 da. Pick something. Get really good at it. Go for it. And forget about everything else. Right? That's simplification. And I think that it's so important to understand with simplification that once again, we live in an overtooled society. People are going to try to knock you off base here. They're going to say, ah, no, 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 you need this tool. You need that tool. You need this. You need to be doing open houses. You need to be doing mailers. You need to be blah, 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 blah. If we know what we want and why it's important to us, we know what to say no to. And we know what to say yes to. And we get really, really focused. And guys, I can tell you from experience, when we are focused, not only are we more productive, but we're less stressed. It's that simple. So if you're looking to build a bigger business and or looking to find peace in the midst of the chaos that is real estate, it starts with understanding what you want and why that's important and then starting to simplify eliminate things. You guys know the best way to get to the bottom of a to-do list? Stop putting stuff on there. <laughs> it's that simple. Just stop putting stuff on there, right? And if we can stop putting stuff on the list, then the list takes care of itself. What I discovered in Tarkalace was I was overcomplicating my life. It was not simple at it at all right and so keep in mind that simplification doesn't mean phoning it in simplification doesn't mean oh i'm just not going to do anything no simplification is about clarity i know what i want i know why i want it i know what's important and i know what's not important that's simplification like just take that in for a minute and just like how might your life and business look different if you didn't spend any time trying to figure out what was important and what wasn't, you just knew. Yep. No. Yep. No. And you're laser focused. Think about to me, there's something like calming about that peaceful about like, all right, cool. I know what I'm doing. So this is a very, very, very powerful tool. And this is something that I had to, I spent four weeks 
looking at the trees, watching the macaws, going to the beach, doing nothing. That's what it took for me to finally realize my life is overcomplicated. So simplification is, is the, the second thing that I learned. And we've only got about five minutes left here. So I'm going to move on to the, the third piece because I could talk about <laughs> one and two for a really long time. The third thing that I learned is that life happens in the space. So what do I mean by that? Well, being bored is hard. <laughs> um, and, and I'm going to throw my wife under the bus here. Um, she's not on the call, so it's okay. Um, <clears throat> my wife really, really, really struggled with being bored. <clears throat> For me, I was so high. I was so just like, go that for me to re to finally relax and come down was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. But for my wife, it was like, she was climbing up the wall. She, she was, she doesn't like being bored. It's actually really hard to be bored. Think back to when you were a little kid and you're bored out of your mind. Your parents won't let you watch TV. You're asking them what to do. And they're like, just go outside. And you're just like, ah! you know, like being bored is hard, but one thing when I was in Costa Rica, there was one day my my wife and kids they were uh, out in the pool, and I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go into the my room and and just relax and close my eyes and turn on some music. And after about ten minutes, it dawned on me. I used to do this all the time. I used to do it in high school and college. I would just go into a quiet place, listen to music, and just zone out. I hadn't done it at least since my kids were born, and my son's twelve. So over a decade, I completely forgot that this was something that I could do. And I sat there for like 30, 40 minutes. And all of a sudden, little ideas are popping into my head. And I'm like, oh, that's right. What about that? And oh, I could do this over here. And all of a sudden, inspiration strikes, creativity strikes. I, I got up from that rest and was so inspired, so energized, so invigorated. Like that's the gooey, juicy, yummy parts of life, guys. And in order to have that, we have to create space in our life. And so since I have come back from Costa Rica, I have made it an absolute point to be to create space. In fact, last night, um, instead of watching football, we turned on music. Um, we cooked dinner together. I had the game on. But we were listening to music and then we sat on the couch and watched the football game. But the sound was off and the music was on. My wife and the kids were kind of playing around and we're all just kind of talking and hanging out. And my wife looked at me and she's like, this is so much better than <laughs> just watching TV. And, and that's the space, guys. That's the space. That's where life happens. And we have to be intentional about it if, once again, you know, we have to, if... We want to have that inspiration strike. We want that creativity. We want to get back in touch with who we are. We want to discover new things that are possible for our lives. Then we have to create space in order for those things to show up. And so since we've come back from Costa Rica, my wife, you know, it was funny. We would both tell stories about Costa Rica and they're like, somebody would be like, how's Costa Rica? I'm like, it was amazing. Oh man, it was life-changing. It was this. Uh... My wife's like, super rustic. We only had hot water in one room, one room, you know, this, that, and the other. And, um, and 
finally, I realized that the reason that my wife was downplaying Costa Rica was because the whole time she was there, she didn't make it known when we were there, but she was uh, climbing the wall. She just could not stand being bored. And now that we've come back and we've started talking about it, she's like, I now recognize that I can't be bored. And she has started creating more space in her life to be bored on purpose so that she can create more space. And all of a sudden she's doing more stuff in her business and she's got all these great ideas and she's finding her inspiration and she sees the value in being bored. So once again, the third thing that I learned and is life happens in the space. It's so important to take that time guys. So important to take that time. Um, once again, <laughs> I could spend a long time talking about this. 30 minutes is is kind of just the tip of the iceberg and I've, and I've flown through it. But just to kind of summarize what we have talked about here, you know, <clears throat> I've lived the go, go, go crazy life. I've lived the do nothing but work lifestyle. And it took me to a place of just utter exhaustion. It's not the place that I want to live in. It's not worth the money. It's just not to me. And it took me removing myself from the situation. Like an alcoholic has to remove themselves from the bar. I had to remove myself from my workaholism, get completely away from it for five weeks to finally recognize what's possible for us. We have such an amazing opportunity as real estate agents, guys. We can create whatever life it is that we want. We have so many opportunities. It's ridiculous, especially being at eXp. It's ridiculous. So, um, but in order to do that, we've got to get clear. So the first thing is get clear on what you want and why. Why that's important to you. The why is going to help you get more clear on what it is that you actually want. Once you know what it is that you want, why that's important to you, then it's time to simplify. Get rid of all the fluff. Get rid of all the things that you have to do because you don't have to do anything. Get rid of the stuff that's not serving you. Get laser focused on what's important to you and what fills you up. Simplify. Do less. Please do less. Give yourself a break. Do less. And take some of that space that you create by doing less and just leverage it to just think, to be with your thoughts, to have some peace and quiet and see what comes up for you. Um, I, I don't know exactly how that's going to look for you. You ultimately have to figure that out yourself. But what I will say is it's completely changed my life in a very short period of time. So play with it. What do you have to lose? Play with it a little bit, see what happens and, uh, you know, and then refine it. Take that time, that space to reflect on how things are going and refine your journey. And over time, it's just going to get better and better and better. So I want to thank you guys for being here today. Um, Autumn, do we have time for questions or do we just wrap up? Um, you can take some questions. Does anybody have any questions? <laughs> Thoughts, comments, feedback that makes me feel good. All right, sweet. Well, I appreciate you guys being here today. Uh, like I said, um, if you guys want to continue this conversation, feel free to reach out to me directly. Happy to talk with you more. 
And uh, if you're interested in the the free playground coaching program, let me know about that too. I'd be happy to have you guys participate. So thank you very much. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.